Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club today. It's just, I don't know, it's so uh, unbelievably fitting that we have a, a book on today that's called The Girls in the Stilt House. Kelly Mus- Mustian, is that how you say your last name, Kelly? Yes. Is joining us, and it's your debut novel, and we, we're, we're, we're so... Um, Giddy with relief that Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges. Uh, you yes. know, the justice of that and then having your book, which is, you know, about race and justice and just this wonderful story about a time in America when a lot has changed and a lot hasn't changed. So it's just like, thank you for being with us. Well, thank you for having me so much. And what a momentous day it's, uh, Quite a day. I know we're all really um, emotional today. Yes. Yes, 100%, Kelly. Yeah, and um, we really are. We really and, are. And thank you, because a... we were going to talk to you an hour ago, and Kelly's on the East Coast, and, and right. you were nice enough to um, uh, wait an hour for us. Well, so... you, were, you were probably watching the news, too. Oh, my goodness, I was. I was glued to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I'm really emotional. Like, I know the whole country is. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know how we we had to move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it is it is super emotional. Well, it is because I mean I don't know. I just think that uh, w- people have felt ashamed. I know white people have felt ashamed. I mean Minnesota, we've been ashamed that this happened here. That yep. we were, you know, like I mean the the injustices that have happened. It was like that for whatever reason, maybe because it was such a long video and we saw it with our eyes, but we maybe is this the thing that's going to finally make people sit up and take notice? Really notice? I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, I, I know we've uh, been disappointed before, but um, gosh, I, I really hope so. I hope this is a, a huge turning point. Yeah, I mean, a huge awakening. It, yeah. yeah, it really is. And your book, the is, girls in the the girls house. in the stilt house. You know, this is just such a you know takes place in the south. And give us the setup of of the story because I just it's, can't help but think the timing of your book is just karma because it's such a sure. wonderful story. Um, thank you so much, I, and thank you for having me here and and going through with this on a day like this. I so appreciate it. Um, as for the book, um, the story opens in Mississippi in the 1920s, so that's Prohibition era, very racially charged setting, and we see two teenagers, Matilda and Ada, and um, when the book opens, they're about to hide a body way out in the woods in an old overgrown tomb with a cracked lid. Um, Ada is the daughter of a trapper, a father that nobody would want. She grew up in a stilt house hidden away on a, on a bald cypress swamp. Mm. Um, Matilda, from very different circumstances, daughter of sharecroppers from the other side of the Natchez Trace and from across the racial divide. And these two strangers are, are thrown together by a murder that happens and puts both of their, their lives in danger. Mm. Um, so it's about secrets. And, um, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, of course, it's about a lot more than, than yes. I can say here. 
You know, one of the one of the things, first of all, um, you know, learning more about the Natchez Trace area. And I know that you grew up kind of in this area that I felt like that was a character in this book because you feel like you're walking through the swamps with these young women and you feel like you're so where the ravine is and the valley is that this happens in and over here behind the big tree. I mean, it really you really are an excellent writer. And I know that this is your debut novel novel, Kelly. It's a it's yes. a wonderful book. Thank you so much. Um, I just uh, absolutely love hearing that. I I'm a kind of a sentence first writer, um, plot second, which is really not the way to sell a book. <laughs> but uh, the sentences, how they sound, the description, the the melody of the sentences. Um, I I've said many times I could write a uh, I would love to write eighty thousand words a whole book on. Daffodils blowing in the breeze. That would love that. I could do that. Um, so I had to work hard to uh, to get uh, you know the action and the plot. Um, so I love that you like that the that the trace and the swamp seemed like a character in itself because it definitely was to me. Yeah, it, it really it is. And and I don't know how you you got Karen Dion who wrote the Marsh King's Daughter, which. Which is a wonderful book. And then book. John Clinch, who wrote uh, Marley, but you got book blurbs from them. And I'm like, we agree 100% with what they said about your book because your two girls, Aiden Matilda, I mean, we feel for them. We cheer for them. I mean, my heart was breaking for Matilda and the racist crap that her family had to go through. You know, but how yeah. you paint, you know, that really gave us a and empathy for 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 the characters in in a very deep way well that that's wonderful um i i really was hoping that that would be the reaction to this book i know that there will probably be different reactions to it and um so i'm i'm really really grateful to hear that um as far as the people who blurbed it they are some of my favorite writers people i absolutely respect so it was such an honor for me for them to uh to speak out, particularly about a book with a subject like this, it, it was a lot to ask of someone, and um, they were just fantastic, and they're all writers that are just heroes to me. Um, it was, you know, there's an element in this book of bearing witness to what I knew to be true. I grew up in some very tumultuous years of the civil rights movement in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I left at 19, but I understood that culture so well, having coming of, come of age there. Mm-hmm. Um, something about growing up somewhere, you're just permeated with that place. And um, there was an element of bearing witness, but I didn't want to overstep. I didn't want to cause any harm, add to all the years of harm that had been done. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was, it was something that I didn't come too lightly. Interesting, you know, because Kelly and I talked about an hour ago, um, and you know, you were talking about when you originally wrote the book because it's a, it's a young white girl, the girls in the stilt house. Yeah. Um, it's about a young white girl and a young black um, mm-hmm. girl. And so you talked about that you, Matilda, who's a young black girl, had had a much lesser role. But your publisher challenged you to have her have a bigger part in the story. How did that come um, about and what was the background on that? Yeah, it wasn't my publisher. It was my agent. Oh, excuse wanna, me. I'm um, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. that on my publisher. Okay. But, um, mm-hmm. I did write it differently in the beginning. I wrote Matilda from a a wide distance, and she was a mystery until the very end and didn't speak until the last chapter. Mm. And um, it was my agent who loved Matilda and uh, 
thought that she should have more equal billing mm-hmm. with Ada, wanted to bring her forward. And honestly, it was a really hard decision for me, having come from Mississippi and witnessed so much displacement and and oppression. Um, I had to think a long time about it and how to do it and if I was going to do it. And uh, he was right. My agent was right. It was the right thing to do. Um, I think just having in a place that a town that I grew up in that was at least 50 percent black or at least is now. It was about Mm. that when I was there just to have minor characters in the background in a book, in a place where race was everything, uh, seemed like a form of exclusion and discrimination itself. Oh, so, um, like I said, it was, it was tough, a tough road to navigate, but um, I hope I did it well. I hope that I did Matilda justice, and, and um, you know, I'm open to any response that anybody has. I'm listening. Well, well I, I've got one. I would like to. I would like to know what happens to Matilda. I want yes. another. I want more story because I. She's you know, such an interesting, young, vibrant woman, and I. I, I love the voice of her and um, or the practice. I don't know. She was really. I'm interested in the rest of the story because your book kind of uh, ends. Um, in a satisfying way, but I was like, well, I wonder what's going to happen next after Matilda, you know. In that first version, or one of the many versions of this book before I settled on on where it is now, I had an epilogue at one point, Mm -hmm. so I know what happens (laughs) to Matilda. Are you going to tell us? I I can, but, you know, part of the magic of a book is what the reader brings to it. right. And I hate to force um, a future, a Matilda's future on on people when they may have their own ideas, you know. Right, oh, that's, maybe, that's brilliant. We're just thinking about your next book, yeah, but maybe, Kelly. Yeah, we're giving you an assignment, it. but but <laughs> if you're just joining us, the girls in the stilled house. It is moving. It is a triumph. It is a, a deep look into race and it in the friendship that. And the like, the really, strength, the of, sturdiness, and strength of a character sometimes to do the right thing, yeah. And even though they don't it's going to paint all kinds right. of people, and I don't know, it's it was it's a perfect. We book. really, we really couldn't put this book down. Oh, well, I love that. I love that you see them as strong characters. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things in my head, um, I've had a couple of comments about it. Most people love both of the characters and see them as strong, but I had a couple of comments about Ada um, seeming like a weak character. I know everybody likes the triumphal hero, um, you know, the feisty girl who overcomes everything. And um, Ada was, you know, she was had a hard time in life. And I really wanted to speak, too, to people like Ada who are so beaten down by their mm-hmm. circumstances mm-hmm. and so emotionally stripped right. that even the tiniest of steps is enormous right. to someone like that. And I wanted to give honor to that. So I love that um, that you see them as strong women. Oh, yeah. Kelly, you're so lovely. Yeah, my oh goodness. Oh, my gosh. What, what is your this day is... job besides writing your first book? <laughs> You have family and you live in the foothills of North Carolina? <laughs> I live near the foothills, so okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna tell I, I know that was tricky uh terminology there, yep. but I live very close to the foothills, but I spend so much time in them 
that um, I, I'm very connected to them. I actually live about 45 minutes from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, um, which is just the best place in the world. I have lived all over the country and uh, since I left Mississippi at 19, and uh, the, the mountains of North Carolina are just the best. I've lived in 12 states, and I really love this place. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, we are just, what a treat to meet you. And can you, we always ask everyone, what's the last great book that you've read? Yes, it's hard to pick one, and I haven't been able to read as much um, lately as I normally do just for pleasure, just, you know, my to-read pile. Yeah. But I will mention I will mention a book that's not out quite yet. I got an early peek at this, but it's called Fox and I. It's like nothing I've ever read. It's a, an intimate memoir. It's a scientific nature book with some fantasy thrown in, and oh. all in just beautiful writing, absolutely gorgeous writing. Like F-O-X? Raven. Like F-O-X uh-huh. and I? Yes, Fox and I, okay. Kathleen Raven is the oh, author. Um, wonderful. So that, that's, um, that's my recommendation. Well, we recommend everyone read The Girls in the Still House um, by Kelly Mustan. 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 Mustain. Mustain. You Mustan. 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 We'll get it. And, and it's just, it was a delight. I've heard it all. And, yeah, it's, it, it was a treat for us to talk to you, and especially today on this. Um, Really, it's historic, Mm -hmm. and your book is something people should read. And so, thank you for your time, Kelly. And we hope that uh, your publisher gets in touch with us for your next book. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much, Roy and Julia. I have enjoyed this so much. You're just you're both awesome. Oh, thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get back to that thing we do here. Oh, right back. 